0: This is an Encounter Co podcast. Enjoy.
1: So, you finally watched. Nort? I know I need to watch that movie, Mom. That's why I made this podcast.
0: Matthew.
2: Yeah, you said your name and then I say mine.
1: go hello welcome back to so you finally watched a uh, movie club podcast where two dudes watch a movie and one of them hasn't seen it and the other one has and it's infuriating that they haven't seen some of them and that's the thing welcome to the show <laughs> my name's my name is nort and i'm matthew uh we're starting this one with a little silly goose a little silly goose time today uh this week Uh, Matthew, you finally watched Blade Runner.
2: Yeah, it's a a film perfectly suited to the uh, laughing fit. (laughs) Yeah, totally silly silly
1: goose movie. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Directed by Ridley Scott in 1982.
2: And I wasn't even thinking that Ridley Scott was the guy who did Alien and he has all this huge background of movies. Yes, I I love Ridley Scott.
1: Uh, Alien is one of my favorite movies of all time, so it makes sense. Uh, and fun fact, before we get started, they use some of the props from Alien in this movie.
2: <laughs> nice. I forget that Aliens was before this movie, like 1979 or something. Yeah, that's when the first one came out. Yeah, uh,
1: It's like, I think in that opening scene with the replicant talking to the guy, and there's that, that computer with the green screen. I'm pretty sure that's from, that was on the ship. Because it's making the same noises as the, the they do in the movie, in the Alien.
2: Well, that's so. another movie I've never seen, so. Oh, that's one, I love that movie. It. We'll talk about, we'll talk about Blade Runner first. Sure, yeah, we can talk about that in <laughs> next
1: time. Alien, just beautiful, beautiful cinematography, just like this movie. Um, beautiful sets, like, I don't know, like, first off, this this movie's based on a novel. I don't know if you knew that.
2: Yeah, I didn't know that at first, but then I read it, it said uh, it's based on Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep, which I knew is a mm-hmm. classic, like, book. I've never read it. Uh, yeah, it's by uh, Philip K. Dick. It's been in
1: my uh, to-read list for about 20 years. Um, I fucking... I, I, well, I love sci-fi stuff, and it's a dystopian sci-fi movie, which is awesome. Yeah, it's based yeah. off that, which is cool. And we discovered when we were going to watch this movie... Um, that it isn't streaming anywhere.
2: No, <laughs> so, oh, it was like two weeks ago. It was streaming ev- everywhere, but then they just took it off. I don't know what happened. I wonder if just like their, like the contracts came up or
1: whatever. Uh, but you could still rent it in a ton of places, like Amazon, iTunes, Google, Vudu, YouTube. Uh, I ended up renting it from Amazon uh, just because it was the most convenient one. Uh, and I watched the I think it was the final cut I think that's, that's yeah, the one you so watched yeah which yep. which is apparently the like the version to watch so yeah I,
2: I have no idea what would be different like I've seen like some of the coloring and of the scenes and stuff was a little bit different I but I don't know if they added more stuff or anything like that yeah, but the probably... music I guess is better quality and stuff
1: oh yeah I bet there was like two or three scenes they added you know what I mean Mm-hmm. I I've only watched the final cut. So I've never seen like the original Blade Runner cut cuz this is the second time I've watched this movie. Um the first time I watched it was in 2016. Uh, it was when I worked at the uh, when I worked at Family Video. Yeah. Uh yeah, we would get like movie rentals for free. Uh it was the only good thing about the job was that we got movie rentals for free and we could take home like, the new release movies before you put them on the shelf and watch them. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, we couldn't take home the porn, though, so.
3: Er.
2: <laughs> there was a
1: whole-ass porn room, Matthew.
2: <laughs> yeah, behind the curtains.
1: Yeah, it was behind the curtains. It always had a smell. Um, and all of the my, like, coworkers would make me do it, so I'd have to, like. <laughs> Sounds fitting. And it was always sticky. Great. So. Isn't that weird? Isn't that gross? Like, that's pretty nasty. Um, but yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, it's a beautiful movie, though. Oh, beautiful movie! Not not does not punk. fit in the porn room.
2: Is this like the uh first movie to do like cyberpunk like this? Or one of? <sighs> I I bet it's one of them. If 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 it isn't yeah, the what? first one, it's
1: it's one of them because, um, well, well, I I, I know cyberpunk was like definitely a thing before this movie
2: yeah but it's like everybody's poor but there's the technology you know everyone's got these big lightsaber looking flashlights mm-hmm. and like neon lights everywhere and yeah taxis that float and shit yeah like the rich are so rich that they have like fucking gold-plated
1: floors <laughs>
2: yeah and like the architecture is mm-hmm. insanely huge um
1: that is you know beauty like why I usually why i usually love cyberpunk is because adds like this that dystopian element um, that usually has like an an underlying message. Uh, be- besides the message they're telling, like just a cyberpunk dystopia in general. Because um, like this one obviously was like you know the police weren't very good; they were pretty corrupt. Yeah, um, and like the rich were obviously corrupt, but that's just the rich. <laughs> so those sweeping shots at the beginning where it showed the the city were were breathtaking. I I like they were like they looked really good.
2: Yeah, and then there was one part where there was like bursts of flames, just like erupting mm-hmm. from the buildings. Yeah, like they were like factories or something. Yeah, something I could, I didn't know what to make of that with just these giant bursts of fire. But yeah, I think it was
1: supposed to be like futuristic, f- like f- uh, workshops discharging like heat and shit. Gotcha. Um, but, uh, yeah, those are basically my, my uh, initial thoughts. Oh, I actually forgot. When I watched this movie, um, at the the same day I watched, uh, this movie, Book of Eli, and I tried watching the first Indiana Jones (laughs) and I couldn't get through the first Indiana Jones. (laughs)
2: You've never seen Indiana Jones?
1: I've never seen any of them. No. Jeez. There I was so much screaming in the first one. I couldn't.
2: I couldn't. Watch no, I get it. it.
1: <laughs> I mean, like, if uh, you if we if we go listen to them now, I'll gladly you know watch them because I know they're good. Yeah. I just I don't know. Well, because yeah. like this this movie is not very loud, and Book of Eli is very quiet too. Um. So I think just going from like those two movies to like intense action.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean? No, I get that. Yeah, because this movie, like, it's very. um, I don't want to say chill because it's kind of intense, but, like, it's the vibes are like. It's like a work of art. It's like you're watching an art piece. That's how I felt watching it. Like, it was weird because by the time I got to the end, I was not expecting it to be over. I wasn't watching the. Like, I was streaming it, but, you know, I wasn't paying attention to how much longer was in the movie. And then it just ended and I was surprised I was like that's that's the end I didn't think that was gonna be the end but it's like you just get a glimpse into this world mm-hmm. and, and like you follow Decker that's his name right Decker yes and you follow Decker through Nick. this whole adventure and then like it that's it yeah and you just get this little glimpse into this larger
1: world uh yeah cause like they don't explain a lot of shit like they're just like this is how it is <laughs> and like yeah like, there's, like, a Star Wars crawl at the beginning, kind of, um, that explains yes. the basic shit. Um, but, yeah, I, you're left with more
2: questions at the end, I think, um, which which is which And is in good. this movie, this movie did not go the direction I thought it was going to go. So, I've never seen this movie, obviously, but I saw the first 15 minutes of it, and I thought that this was going to be, like, um deckard's personal like insightfulness of like who am i where do i come from like i thought he was gonna like cut open his wrists and see if he was like a robot or something like Mm -hmm. that's what i thought was gonna happen but then the movie took a whole different turn where it was like his story of chasing these replicants and his story of like his lonesomeness and his humanity and i mean it kind of is about who he is like yeah as a human but i thought there would be more of him exploring himself yeah but that's sort of up to the audience to infer later it's not about that necessarily
1: yeah because it you mean i mean what do we get at the beginning for deckard that like he likes noodles and um well he's an alcoholic it well yeah He's an alcoholic noodle lover who's an ex-cop slash Blade Runner, right? Like Yeah. Like Blade Runners, if you guys didn't watch the movie, Blade Runners are like these like specialized bounty hunters that hunt replicants who have gone like haywire. Um, Because like the replicants start to develop human emotions um, and they usually lash out and kill people because people treat them like slaves or like robots. So like they don't treat them like people even though – they develop these emotions eventually and they become people in my opinion at
2: least um yeah yeah exactly and then the tyrell corporation who creates the replicants knows that the replicants start to become more human so they develop a fail safe where they only give them four-year lifespans so Mm -hmm. that by the time they're starting to develop emotions they'll just die
1: yep uh which is fucked up and such an american
2: dystopia that this is brilliant like yeah, we don't want these people. Yeah. We don't want these replicants um, starting to vote or anything like that. Yeah, we don't want so,
1: we don't want your iPhone to last more than three generations. Okay. Yeah, it's literally the same thing, but with life, <laughs> basically. Uh huh. Um, which is funny that like you can compare like this movie came out before fucking cell phones, so like if you compare right. that shit, you know, you can compare it to modern day still, which is interesting. Um, but what else, yeah, to Decker, you know. Gets called, gets uh, gets forcefully taken back to the police station, um, uh, and by, oh, if you Rick Deckard is played by Harrison Ford, like a young Harrison Ford, um, which I guess if you don't know anything about this movie, you wouldn't know, but uh, fresh
2: he, off of Star Wars,
1: yes, fresh Harrison off of Star Wars, Ford. um, and he's like, I don't do that anymore. To I think his name's Bryant. I think that's the police chief's name um he's like hey I don't I don't do that anymore and <laughs> the police chief's like well you kind of have to and they kind of imply like they know something right yeah like they kind of blackmail him right
2: <laughs> yeah it's like I I don't exactly know what um do they say do they give him a reason why he has to or does decker just believe that it's different this time they're gonna like kill everybody or no,
1: because they, they, they say something, like, inferring, like, if you aren't one of the cops, you're nobody. Yeah. Uh, so it's like they're threatening to take away his, like, tenure that he has, you know what I mean? Because, um, like, he's not a cop anymore, but he still gets the respect of a cop, I'm assuming. So I think that's what they were threatening, because they never, it never comes out what he did or didn't do, you know what I mean? Um, Because there's a couple people that directly ask him if he's ever killed a regular person by accident, and he says no. So...
2: You know, it's not that, right? Yeah, and and that's actually I thought maybe that he did later in the movie, but he he didn't because he's like the best Blade Runner. He never makes mistakes. No, I guess is why they really want him. But the quote is, "You're not cop, you're little people." Right? Yes, if you're not if you're not a cop, you're just little people. You don't matter.
1: Yep. Which which implies a lot because like um, it seems that like people are like, don't people are leaving earth. Like they don't want to live on earth anymore yeah. because yeah, like, it looks like mo- other ev- colonies. like everything's like a desert. It looks like it, like everything's just fucked up. Uh, and there's no animals anymore, they're all, they're all replicate animals,
2: which, Oh true. I forgot mm-hmm. about that part,
1: which isn't a lot of stuff like in the cyberpunk universe, like cyberpunk 2077 or whatever. Um, cause those books are from the eighties too, the old ones. Uh, it's like a and d like game. Um, there's no animals in that either. <laughs> like, all the animals have gone extinct. Which would make sense if, like, the Earth is dying. The animals are going to go with it. So. But it's just another layer of, like, a thing that we take, we take for granted. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Like, we see squirrels and shit, but, like, what happens if they're just not there anymore? <laughs> like.
2: Yeah, the whole ecosystem and everything <laughs> falls to shit, so they have to go colonize other planets. Yeah, and they have they have the ability to keep people alive on a dead planet, but
1: they don't they just still let them live in filth. Yeah. Like Wally. Hey. Wally is just blade runner for kids. True. <laughs> um Um Did you did you did we, did we want to talk about his like assignment he gets?
2: Yeah, so he is assigned to hunt down I th- thought it was 4, is it 6? It there
1: was 6 that went missing, but 2 of them died. So he's hunting 4. Okay. Okay,
2: cuz there was the white-haired guy, the main leader. Yeah, Roy Batty. Roy, Roy Batty. He is an assault. I, repl- and game. then there's must Yeah, then there's the mustache man. I don't remember his name. And then there was the Harley Quinn looking his name, girl. His name was Leon. I think his name was Leon.
1: Leon. Yes. Yeah, he was a, Um. he worked in like a factory. He was like a lifter robot
2: or whatever. Uh and there was Pris. Yeah, and then, is he the first character that we see in the whole movie, I think? Yes, he's the one and that.
1: injured. Sh- yeah, he shoots the uh, other, he shoots that Blade Runner. That's the guy he yeah, was talking that was- to. That when Deckard's like, well, why don't you just give it to this guy? And the guy's like, well, that guy's almost dead, so. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, and then who was the fourth one? Yeah, Pris oh, was Pris Rachel. was the was the wasn't she like a pleasure bot, I think that's what they called her. Like a pleasure bot Yeah and she was and she was like just insane. She was like Harley Quinn remind me of. I, her I think personality. I think she was I, I'm assuming like she was just like so broken
1: mentally from people using her like that, you know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. hmm Um and the I always forget her name. Rachel uh, not Rachel, the one, the one that he's chasing in the. Uh... Oh yeah, the with the snake. Oh Zora, her name was Zora. Oh, okay, with the with the snake. Those are the four he's after. And you know they 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 like they're important because they left Earth and then came back, um, and they think they're going to target the Tyrell Corporation, which is the corp that made them.
2: Yeah, and then they spend they uh, about halfway through the movie, or probably a little bit more. They end up finding the Tyrell Corporation leader mm-hmm. because he wants to live longer. Yes, that's a good scene that I will we can, we can
1: talk about later because I I thought it was yes, sure. well done. Um, but yeah, they, he does eventually get him. <laughs> I don't think. Yeah, yeah, he does. His goal isn't to get him, but he he get to get information. But he's not happy with what he gets. Um, yeah. So yeah, then Deckard goes off, right? Deckard just like he just goes on the hunt. Yeah. Um, oh, we forgot to mention this is set in the year 2019. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's set, set four years ago. The dis- the distant future of 2019. <laughs> yes. Do you want to talk about Rachel? I really liked Rachel. I thought she was a good character.
2: Yeah, it's it's like when I first saw her, I assumed that. She was probably a robot, but, I mean, obviously, you don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, But then, it's Decker's talking to her like she is a robot. And then she, like, she knows that she's not a replicant. Like, that's what she believes. She knows she's real. But then he interviews her and asks her, like, a 100 questions. He figures out that she is a replicant. And he tells her, you're a replicant. And then she just like doesn't believe him at first and then she starts crying and then Harris and then and then Decker I almost say Harrison Ford. Decker <laughs> feels bad. Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, it was just a joke. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was a <laughs> joke." It's not I, I'm just like I'm just kidding. Mhm. And then it, I thought it was just like crying.
1: I, I thought it was interesting cuz they do the test in like the big office, right? That we were talking the right. fancy office. Um, and he's with the leader of the Tyrell Corp when he does it. And like, he, like you said, it took him 100 questions when it normally only takes 30 for him to figure it out. I don't know if you yeah. caught that. Yeah, yeah. Which I thought was like, oh, that's that means he had doubt, right? Like it took him a while. It took
2: the best Blade Runner to figure it out. Um, yeah, cool. Because it implies like the Tyrell Corporation is like trying to make them mm-hmm. even more human than they already are. And like like he- she's an experiment. And, like,
1: it begs the question of why. You know what I mean? Like, why, why? do they do that? Yeah. It's like it's like they're just doing it to see if they can do it. It's like well, there's no... Re- like Because like from how they set them up and how they're used in society, there's no reason to try and do that, right? Like, especially when they treat them like property,
2: right? Right, yeah. I, I don't know. It, it's either just a mad scientist or... Um, I'm assuming you've not seen, but maybe you have the show Westworld. I've seen the first season. I've seen the first half of season one. Okay, yeah. So Mm -hmm. I was obsessed with that show for a while. Without getting into a big tangent, I thought that this movie might go a little bit that route, but it didn't. No. Um, where like there was this whole I've seen all four seasons of Westworld, and it gets Mm -hmm. a little crazy at the end. But so. I thought it was gonna go kind of that route where you figure out like why they're making these replicants, or but all of that is just left for the audience to infer, which is cool. No, like, which
1: which is almost more realistic, right? Because like yeah. evil people don't really have reasons sometimes to do shit. You know what I mean? They're just like, can I do it? You know what I
2: mean? Without thinking of the implications that it would have oh, on yeah, all or of not the even giving a shit
1: about the implications. Because
2: yeah. like, I don't think yeah. this guy gives a shit. <laughs> no. Like, it's not going
1: to affect him, you know? He's gonna, he's in his, his golden palace, right? Yep. Um, what was that guy's name? Tyrell. Is it, what, what was his last name? Did he have a first name? I don't even
2: remember. Um, I can check.
1: Uh, Eldon. <laughs> his name was Eldon, played by Joe oh, Turkle.
2: Nice. He reminded me of um, that guy from Willy Wonka. Um, Willy? Lugworth. Oh, Lugworth, for sure.
1: Um, uh, in between scenes, there we we get to see Roy Batty for the first time. He's all cryptic and shit. Like the way he talks is like
2: poetic, right? Like yes, uh, which is brilliant. Because <laughs> like, yeah, because like what's more human than poetry? Exactly,
1: um, and. That's and- how he- You can notice, like, the difference between, like, the different replicants. Like, he definitely uh, struggles a lot with empathy, unlike some of the other ones don't, you know what I mean? Um, Like, because I think because of the things he's seen, he says, like, he's, again, he was, like, a soldier one. So, like, he's seen some terrible shit. Um, Yeah. And he's definitely the most cruel out of all of the replicants to humans. Really? Uh, Which, I I mean, fair. I don't know what happened to him, but it doesn't sound good. (laughs) So uh but then they like harass an old man in like a, a an ice building <laughs> it's like an ice room do you remember that it has I'm like trying to remember what you're there's like about. eyeballs and jars and shit <laughs> oh
2: yeah he mm-hmm. because he's the one who created his eyeballs yes
1: he's the one that's making the eyeballs um
2: and then that guy gives do you know them who a that guy, what do you know who that guy is the he, actor he looks very familiar He's a voice... He's huge in voice acting. He does all of those, like... If you listen to, like, his accent... Yeah. He does all of that voice acting. He's in Kung Fu Panda. He's in Mulan. Oh. He's in all kinds of stuff. And he was good. Again, most of the actors in this
1: movie were good. I thought they all yeah, did pretty, sure. were pretty good. Uh, and they give him a name, which is only... I only
2: bring it up because it's important. They give him the J.F. Sebastian. Um, yes. Um, and then J.F. Sebastian is um like who is he he's does he a replicant maker like he, was he hired by tyrell
1: he is a genetic engineer for tyrell he i think he's the yeah. lead genetic engineer so he's the one that like writes their code like their yeah. their code is is dna like they're like flesh and blood like you know what i mean like they're like flesh and blood mixed with circuitry um because yeah. they have like blood and stuff when they get shot right like
2: true yeah yeah which, that's which is, why i was which, confused at first when which is an Harrison android Ford, yeah when deckard kills zora when he kills zora and she falls to the ground and there's blood everywhere mm-hmm. and i was like did he mess up like is that a real person <laughs> yeah and I, then
1: i think like that was supposed to make him because he questions it at the end of that right like he's like oh no was yeah, this the person
2: <laughs> and i think that's like a implies i think he knows that he did the right thing, but it—he says it—it it always gives him the shake. So he's talking to Rachel later. Mm-hmm. He says it always gives him the shakes. He hates it. Like he has PTSD from killing all these replicants because it makes him feel like he's shooting real people.
1: And he—he he, he refuses to admit it too. So like, yeah, he does. I mean, he does kind of at the end, but that's beside the point. um But yeah, no, he JF Sebastian like, yeah, because I don't know if you know what like an android is in theory. Um, it's
2: like the perfect combination of technology and like biomatter. I guess I've never thought of it like that. Like when you say the word android, I just think of like a humanoid robot. No,
1: you no, know, because like a robot's like C three PO, right? Um, sure.
2: Well, okay, but like made of circuitry, but designed to mimic and look like humans from the physical appearance. Uh, yeah,
1: I mean, here I'm gonna I'm gonna look up the official definition of android to help us out here. Um,
2: since we were talking about Westworld a second ago, like, if you cut open a Westworld thing, like, you'll see, like, that it's made up, that it's not real. But it looks like a person. Yeah. Uh, like,
1: so, like, they robots can look like people, too. Like, um, sure. let's see. I mean, Google just says it's a robot with a human appearance. but
2: That's what I... Mm-hmm.
1: Um, is a humanoid robot or other artificial being often made from a flesh-like material. So, like, normally, in in my experience with, like, sci-fi and stuff, they usually classify androids if they have, like, fleshy bits, right? Um, So, like, the Westworld people have, like, a flesh on the outside, right? Like, they're, like... yeah, um, But, like, fucking... um, Like, R2-D2 is not an android, right? He is... He's a robot. Even though, like, they have intelligence and self-awareness. Because uh, okay. robots can have that still but not be an android. Um, okay. Because then we're getting into like AI shit, right? Like AIs aren't flesh but they can have their own thoughts like especially in like the high-level sci-fi shit where they can like fly like compute stuff and everything. Like iRobot. iRobot's another good example of but they, they purposely made them not look too human like the, that company did in that movie. yeah. Because they wanted to keep them as like Second class citizens, right? Yeah, yeah. After we see all that, and we get like Deckard and Rachel's scene where he's like, oh, "I'm sorry, you're not, you're not a robot." <laughs> like, we're good. I'm lying. Uh, we, we he does some like fucking 1980s enhanced shit. <laughs> I loved it. Yes,
2: and i <laughs> I wrote that. I wrote down. Wouldn't it just be easier to use a touchscreen? <laughs> yeah, it would.
1: <laughs> and it's like all analogy, like you hear like the analog noises
2: like it's so funny yeah it's like he's telling it like go to the top right corner and enhance 50 percent. go to the bottom left and and i'm like why did touchscreens not invent yet like just show him like using his little fingers and zooming in did they not that technology didn't exist yet they didn't no. know that to zoom in you would pinch your fingers together yeah um it's brilliant, and it it's
1: like a fucking ten minute scene of him doing it. Like
2: <laughs> it's so long, it's so long. I yeah. didn't expect it to go on for dude, that
1: long. Rid- Ridley Scott loves his fucking like, drawn out, like atmospheric scenes, dude.
2: Yeah, um, I, I noticed. There are some <laughs> that are really cool, but this one it was just like. I was like, "What is he looking for?" But he was just looking for evidence of where the replicant was.
1: Yeah, he finds Zora in like in like a mirror in the back corner of the picture, and it cracked me up when he like printed it. He's like, "I need a hard copy," and it prints off a blurry ass Polaroid. <laughs> like, like the picture on the screen was way better than the Polaroid. <laughs> yeah. Like my wife Christiana, I was like, "Why are you laughing?" And I'm like, "That's fucking so silly." <laughs> like, um. I thought it was super endearing. <laughs> um, but yeah, and this is where we get to him. Like he goes to talk to her, right? Um, and he and Harrison Ford as Deckard does like a like a nerdy voice.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was so funny. Mm-hmm. I loved that. He did that really well.
1: <laughs> and uh, he like finds like, oh, this is the snake that matches that scale I found, right? Like, um, yeah. And uh, he's talking, he's like, is this snake real? And she's like, of course it's not fucking real. You think I can afford that? Um. And then we get to see some 80s boobs. Yeah. Yeah. Some 80s boobs. We
2: got 90s boobs, now we got 80s <laughs> boobs.
1: Hey, man, that's a, uh, you know, two out of three ain't bad for our movie choices so far. Sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, and he's like trying to talk to her. And then she starts, like, kicking the shit out of him. <laughs> Dude, Decker gets kicked the shit out of so much in this movie.
2: <laughs> yeah, he really does. And, um, because she knows what it's about to happen. So she's like, get out of my face. And then just runs away. Because mm-hmm. she suspects that he's going to kill her. Yeah. Um, which I don't know if that was what he was going to do.
1: It's hard. To, you know, I know, like, that is what he's supposed to do. But uh, he could have just killed her right away. He didn't need to. But I guess he could have been trying to get information out of her.
2: I guess, yeah. I didn't. I didn't even think about that. Whether well, like, why not just shoot her immediately? Mm-hmm. But
1: yeah, because he was like, you know, because he needs to find the other three. Um,
2: yeah, that's true. Maybe he was trying to get more information about where her partners were.
1: Yeah. So then he almost gets choked out, and then she like runs, and then there's like a, a five to six minute chase scene. Yeah, that was intense. Uh, that was that was fucking some good shit, dude. I thought
2: he was going to accidentally shoot somebody else or Mm
1: -hmm.
2: that's why he's the best.
1: (laughs) Yeah. He's the best. And dude, I don't know if you noticed it. Uh, there's like, I think it's a little person, but it looked like, uh, there was like a little kid or a little person on like a car when they run out of the building (laughs) and he throws a rock at Deckard. (laughs) And it's just so fun. It's such a funny, like, why, why'd they do that? Like, He's like, hey! He throws a rock at him, <laughs> or like a can or something. Um, I just thought that was that was so funny, uh, like not because it was a little person, but just because like it's such a random bit. Like it's like a two second scene, and like Ridley Scott was like, we, that needs to happen. He needs to throw a can at him. You're going na- get up there,
2: <laughs> there and throw that rock. <laughs> <laughs> throw that rock. <laughs>
1: uh, but yeah, and then he shoots her like three times
2: yeah to make sure that she's dead. Well, she keeps running.
1: <laughs> she keeps fucking going, dude. Um Yeah, and he's like fucking not happy about it.
2: No, he like is shaking and he and like Harrison Ford does such a good job like showing the the like P, the instant PTSD that he's having mm. of like having to kill
1: her. Yes. I uh, I thought he did a very good job. I I do have to admit though. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of Harrison Ford, to be honest with you. Okay. Uh, I still think he's good. I just don't think, I think he's a little overhyped, personally. Sure. Uh, but I still think he's great. I think he's really good. I think he does very good performances. And I think this one was good, too. Like, I'm, I loved his performance in this, but, um, sometimes his facial expressions take me out of it. Because <laughs> he, like, does his, like, Harrison Ford faces.
2: Like, his, his, like... Face, scrunchy, sarcasm faces. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which is I, the same way I'm with Chris Pratt. Like, I love Chris Pratt, but like sometimes he, he, Chris Pratt takes me out of it. It's not necessarily his acting you, skill.
2: You lose, you lose the character and you just see him as Harrison Ford. Yes. But yeah, that's,
1: again, that's just their acting style, right? Like, that's just yeah. what they do. Um, and again, no hate. Mm-hmm. I, he's obviously a goat. Like, he's been around forever. Like, he's really good. Um, but me and Christiana were talking about this. Like, I was like, I feel bad because I'm not like his biggest fan, and she's like, Oh no, I I love Star Wars, but I get it. Like, sometimes he just the decisions
2: he makes are silly sometimes. So, but hey, I don't know. I'm not an actor. <laughs> there was a scene between um, Leon and um, Roy Batty, mm-hmm. and they were talking to each other. I think it was when they were talking to each other about how they found out she's dead. And they have this whole conversation. And then they walk away. And then this is just like another one of those atmospheric moments. Like, Mm -hmm. they walk away. And in in most movies, that's where the scene would end. But this, like, the camera just kind of pans over. And you see all these people just, like, cycling through the roads. Mm -hmm. And it's just never-ending rain, dark, misty, just dreariness of the city just, like, for, like, 30 seconds 30 yeah. more seconds it just like sinks in there's the lots atmosphere.
1: of like uh like a mixture of like japanese kanji symbols like i think that's how you say their language right i think yeah yeah uh and then there's like there's also like chinese mandarin stuff too um it's like all throughout there's like there's like signs and different languages it's really cool um
2: yeah and, and the music the music oh, to go with the atmosphere is so <laughs> good the visuals the music is so good
1: the story of this movie is is good, but the atmosphere and the presentation is excellent. Um, For sure, like it would, it would, it wouldn't get, it wouldn't be as good if the atmosphere wasn't so fucking good. <laughs> like, like Ridley killed it, and this is I. Th- we can talk about this now. This is actually uh, his favorite movie he's ever directed, according to a couple things I read. Cool. Oh. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like one of his favorites, and. Uh, his his most complete movie he's ever did he said so which makes sense it feel it's a very nice little package i think it's it, you know pretty good um and after I, call, I think another atmospheric shot it cuts back to Deckard and he's like getting him and the leon the mustache replicant are are like fighting he's like kicking the Deckard shit and leon. yeah deckert and they, Deckard's getting the shit rocked by leon yeah
2: leon's like about to murder him mm-hmm. and then Leon's face explodes. Yeah. Because Rachel shoots him.
1: Yeah, because he's like, aren't you, aren't you, isn't it crazy to live in fear? And then his his head explodes. Yeah. And Deckard's like, holy shit. (laughs) Yeah, then they go back to his place. I think it's his place they go back to again. And he like is cleaning himself off and takes off his shirt. And, you know, I honestly kind of miss it in movies when people just look like people. You know what I mean? Like he's not like shredded in this movie.
2: No, he does have a lot of chest hair. And I thought it was funny that he was, like, laying on the couch with no shirts. He just Harrison Ford nips with sexy <laughs> sax music in the background. And I'm like, what is happening? Yeah, he's, like, has, a sh- has
1: like, whiskey on his belly, and he's, like, asleep. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he, like, gets up, and he, like, kisses her, and she, like, freaks out.
2: <laughs> yeah, and then I didn't know how to react to that. I was, I was watching, and I was like... Is this rape? Yeah, I know it. It felt it felt a little rapey, right? Yeah, um, I was like, because he knows that she's an android, and she is realizing that she is an android, a replicant, and he's like telling her what to say. Yeah, that was weird. I, I
1: again, I don't know the context. Christiana said it was a little weird too, but I don't know if it's just like. I don't want to say like a different time because she definitely
2: consented to whatever they were doing. Um, Yeah, well, because she doesn't know what she's feeling because she's a replicant. She does not programmed to know these emotions yet. And yeah, I
1: think I think that's one of those scenes where Harrison Ford should have done a better job (laughs) at like um, conveying it because it was so fucking aggressive.
2: It wasn't. It was aggressive. You could see it in Mm -hmm. his face. He's like, "I need to do this." Yeah, like it was like, I
1: want you. Like it wasn't tender. Like he should have been no. a little bit more tender with her, because uh, this is presumably the first time she's done any of this stuff. Like right. not just yeah. sex, but like anything, love or or lust or whatever. Right? Like this is new. Right. Um, and she's you know and she's not very old. I think they think she's like two or three. Like she's not like an old android. Um, no.
2: Um. But yeah. I and then they, they are aren't they all. Aren't they all only like two or three? Because yes, but I don't. I
1: don't think she has. ai don't think she has a four year lifespan though.
2: No, I think that they say she's different than the others. Yeah. Um.
1: But so she could be a little bit older. We don't know, right? I, they never mention it. But
2: no, they. Well, I think it is implied that she's she's the newest. Oh, she's like the newest
1: model. Okay. Yeah. So she yeah. might be even younger than two or three.
2: <laughs> um. Because because then we find out uh that she was implanted memories of Tyrell's niece yes and he's like re he's keeping the memory of his niece alive through Rachel
1: <laughs> creepy a little creepy weird, yeah um uh, but yeah cuz like
2: I don't know if the aggressiveness is necessarily Harrison Ford as an actor's fault mm-hmm. I think like, that's part of um, Deckard's character is that, like, he's so detached from reality. Maybe, he, like, he himself has, like, forgotten what okay. love is. He himself, <laughs> like, he has nobody. He has no family. He has nothing.
1: Okay. I, again, he's I could be wrong. I don't himself. know. Like, um, I, I'm, I'm going to default ways, to you on that one.
2: <laughs> in some ways, I think the movie is kind of about him regaining his touch with humanity. Yes, I totally agree. And Rachel. Is kind of his outlet for that, which yes. is interesting because she's a replicant. So yep. a replicant is helping him reattach to humanity. Yeah,
1: like the replicant is more human than he is.
2: Yes. Yep. And that was the goal of Tyrell. He he says to create something that's more human than human.
1: Yeah. He then that's he played Rob Zombie. What? Then he played Rob Zombie. What are you talking about? I'm not. <laughs> Um, there's a rob zombie call song called more human
2: oh i'm sorry
1: <laughs> it's a dumb joke matthew sometimes they I, fall flat
2: i don't know all of rob zombies i don't know all of rob zombie i know two rob zombie songs
1: it's like one of their popular songs it's like in one of like their five well, it songs must
2: the, it must be the third most popular because
1: <laughs> yeah honestly yeah <laughs> it is cuz dragula and living dead girl are definitely way more known than that. Yep,
2: that's the only two mm-hmm. that i know.
1: Yeah, i'm pretty sure me humans on the same album as uh mm-hmm. living dead girl. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> his, you know his music would fit well with this movie though, i'm going to be honest with you. Just gonna it's going to It's a
2: little bit in it's a little bit fast paced i think for this movie.
1: Oh, yeah, but i mean like like you i could see it in, in like, a,
2: scene.
1: like a like a oh, like a chase scene with it. Like,
2: yeah, yeah, the cyberpunk vibe. The the, the early 2000s techno music yes. of Rob Zombie would definitely fit the cyberpunk vibe.
1: All right, we're going to start a new podcast where we but, listen to every Rob Zombie song.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding.
1: All right, you got more to say, though. I'll let you go. Sorry. Uh,
2: well, I mean, that was pretty... I pretty much covered it with, like, um, exploring uh, Deckard's humanity, which yes. I don't know if you want to talk about this now or later, but, like... That's another big thing that the audience is trying to imply is is Deckard human? So Yes. I think Rachel asks him a couple times. He yeah. she asks him if he's ever taken the uh I forget how to say it, the Von Kampf test himself. Yeah. And he hasn't. Um it, at least I don't actually think he answers the question. But she asks him that. Yes. And he kind of ignores her. He
1: gets kind of... He gets a little, like, annoyed by it. <laughs> um, Yeah, he doesn't answer it. Which, you know, is puts up the question, right? Like, any of these people could be replicants, technically. So, I... Yeah. Yeah. We, we could be replicants, Matthew. True. Yeah. We're in the Matrix. We could be. <laughs> we are in the Matrix. <laughs> um... Did we talk about uh, how Pris found SF Sebastian? I mean, JF Sebastian? No,
2: and no, like, she was hiding in the garbage and then the city street cleanup truck was cleaning up all the garbage and she was hiding from it. And, and then we like, um, is acting like a hobo in need and then CF Sebastian... Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: and she does, like... She uses her, like... I'm assuming the stuff she learned as a pleasure robot to like, pleasure android to like, kind of like honeypot him a little bit. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, she gives him the, the puppy dog eyes and all that.
1: And she's like, we kind of scared each other, right? <laughs> like, totally like endearing herself to him. And yeah. I instantly, you, I think he knew right away she was a replicant. I don't think he had any trouble with that. <laughs> because, like, if, because I, I think he, like, he creates them, right? So, like,
2: yeah, but, I mean, if he's that like the best genetic programmer, he would he should be able to identify. And,
1: but he didn't care. He's like he saw someone who he needed to help and took her in.
2: Yeah, because and then and this was the only time in the movie that I laughed. Yeah, because it's obviously not a comedy movie. But um, they walk into the door and these little toy guys come <laughs> greet them, and it just made me laugh. I'm, yeah. like, they're adorable little like. Uh, he's like a looks like a nutcracker. Yeah, and he's and like, like a general. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's like a little general. He's like three feet tall, <laughs> just walking around like a little toy. Yeah.
1: There's two of them, right? <laughs> yeah. And like, I think I think those are like the like prototypes. You know what I mean?
2: That would make sense.
1: Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Oh, they're my friends." <laughs> and I'm like, well, yeah. sad, bro, <laughs> homie." <laughs> like, like these aren't ones that feel emotions, right? These are just these are just you know robots basically
2: yeah and like i i just looked up a picture of the the little general's got like a pinocchio nose yeah <laughs> sticks out too far it, it's a good it's a good little
1: nice um it endears it endeared me to his character really fast like yeah
2: and uh, he's so
1: nice to pris he is he's um, very
2: nice he, he treats them like they're human and uh
0: looking for a new D podcast look no further the encounter table is a DD 5e comedy podcast about four unfortunate teens taken by an evil dark wizard and thrown into his own sick and twisted game of dungeons and dragons new episodes come out every other wednesday but that's enough of me though let's meet the cast and characters jordan Make as clarissa coldshore
2: i think we should do a team vote who thinks we should go get potions raise your hand verbally Verbally, raise your hand.
0: Luke Godfrey is Scott Travis.
1: Yeah, be scared, bitch! Fuck, my voice just cracked so hard. That was <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: fucking hell.
0: America's DM, Mike Galato. Dex is like petting who just fucking crab. shit their
2: pants? I swear. Guys, I-,
1: I, I oh, Who was that? I, I, need to, I need to run off real quick. I'll be right back. No way!
3: Did Otto actually just shit himself himself. on record?
0: (laughs) Joel Joyce as Preston Adeline. I feel like I could die. (laughs) (laughs) And myself, Brandon Hall as Dex Turner. We'll see you soon over at the encounter table. This one goes out to my stepson. Uh, We've been in the same vagina (laughs) under different (gasps) circumstances. So
3: uh, here it goes. I'm going home, back to where the heart is I'm going home, hope that you'll be there too I'm going home, back to where we started I'm uh, going home, back to where the heart is I'm
1: going home, hope that you'll be there too And then eventually uh Roy shows up and they're all talking, and Roy's like not being mean to him or anything. Uh, but and, and uh Roy's like, "Why are you staring at us, JF?" And JF's like, "Well, you're just so perfect. I, I always, I'm always, you know, struck by it." Uh, and then Roy realizes that he knows they're replicants.
2: Like he, he looked kind of shocked, honestly. Yeah, uh, because nobody else can tell. Mm-hmm. They just kind of convince him to take them to Tyro. Mm-hmm. Is that what happens?
1: Yeah. They're like, you're like our only friend in the whole world. And, J- and JF's like, doesn't say yes or no, but just kind of like agrees basically and walks away.
2: So they kind of show that um, JF Sebastian is in this like chess match with Tyrell. Um, and he's trying to think of his next move because it's like, you know, genius against genius or mm. whatever. And that's that's how geniuses battle apparently is, <laughs> is by chess. Um, but then he, like, doesn't know what to do, and then, um, Batty tells him what move to play, because robots know all of the chess moves, Yeah, and he, like, tells him what move to play, and he's like, no, that's crazy, I can't do that, I'll lose my queen, and he's like, no, you do it, and then, the, yeah, and then they kind of cut to the elevator.
1: Yeah, and he's and still playing chess up. with them as they're going up the elevator. Um,
2: Well, the other guys... I think they show they they make the phone call and they show Tyrell in his office of gold and then he makes the next move yeah. and then they're I think it's when they're going up the elevator and he's like, uh, uh, this is Checkmate, I think.
1: yep. and he's like shocked <laughs> that yeah. Sebastian's one. and I think it proves that I think it was really kind of proving that he's not just a murder Android, right? Um, like, which would make sense, like, you would want someone who is um, on a battlefield to know te- tactical moves, um, which yeah. chest is very tactical, and there's, like, hundreds of moves, and, like, so, I, I've never got into it, but I've seen people, like, beat someone in two moves,
2: or whatever, so, like, or, yeah.
1: yeah, whatever, four, um, you know what I mean, but, like,
2: yeah, I, I got really into chess the last couple of years, but I have always wanted, I want to see if there, I didn't look this up, but like if there was a a chess person who like looked up their game to see if it was like legit, because a lot of times movies get it wrong, because yeah. movie directors don't know how to play chess, Tyrell loses the chess match, and then they open the doors and he's like, oh, he, they, they're here he did not expect them to be there at all obviously yeah but he Um, recognizes roy too like right away yeah and i to go back to what you were saying i i didn't think of this when i was watching the movie but that is true like he's not just um he's not just a murder robot like he's he's capable of deep thought and like you said strategic and he uh, loves chris
1: like he has love um it's just not i think it's. There's just no love for yeah. humans anymore. <laughs> really. That's
2: true too. Yeah, he. I, I forgot about that mm-hmm. kind of. It's not really a plot point, but they kind of. They kind of do show that they're like partners, mm-hmm. and like they have like whatever feelings they can feel. They're starting to bring that out towards each other. Yeah, they're like. It's
1: almost like they're like teenagers and like a puppy dog love, kind. Of. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, uh, Roy's like kind of like talking to him like he's his dad because technically he is he calls Uh him father a couple times and he's like basically confining in him like i don't want to die like i fix it here's all these
2: solutions and tyrell's like we can't do that it'll kill you right away yeah we purposefully programmed it so that it can never be changed and if someone tries to change it you'll instantly die yeah and he's like i think he says something like uh
1: a candle that burns twice as bright um, what does he fucking say? Dies
2: twice as fast. I
1: think that's what he said. But it he's like, half the lifespan. He's like, but you've done so much. Um, like you should be proud of it. Which is kind of like a fucked up thing to say to someone who like you've purposely created to die. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, uh, which I don't know if Tyrell would feel the same if he was in his position. <laughs>
2: Like if Tyrell was in Roy Batty's position?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. I don't think he would feel the same way. No, probably not. But that's the whole point. Tyrell doesn't give a shit what anybody else thinks. He just wants to make robots.
1: Oh, yeah. It says the candle that burns twice as bright burns half as long.
2: Yeah, it's a uh, Sun Tzu
1: quote. Yeah, an old Taoism philosophy in China.
2: Or That's Lao Tzu,
1: what...
2: not Sun Tzu. Lao Tzu. Um, yeah, Lao Tzu, Lao Tzu. I'm so bad at,
1: like, Asian pronunciation of names. I try so hard, but I always fuck it up. Like a hard Z. mm mm-hmm. Yes, yes.
2: Um, but anyway.
1: Um, yeah, he says that in, like... Roy's kind of like... That, like, offends him.
2: Kind of. Yeah. And then he fucking
1: squeezes his skull.
2: Yeah, he squeezes his eyeballs into his brain. Yes.
1: And you hear his it's head very brutal. crunching. Um yeah. It's brutal. Um and then Yeah, he... I was
2: watching that and I, I could I could feel my face just like yeah. cringe, it's like
1: Ugh, <laughs> Side note, have you watched Game of Thrones? No. There's a character that, that happens to and it's fucking disgusting. <laughs> like it's graphic. I... Like, more graphic than this, it's, I would imagine. At, like, 30 times more. It, like, looks more real. Like, that is definitely toned down, because, like, if someone with that strength was squeezing your head, it would kind of, like, explode. But your whole skull would yes. explode. <laughs> yeah. Because we're kind of just, like, a watermelon. <laughs> like, it's not really held in there very good.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, and I probably... uh, uh Rory, Batty, doing that on purpose. Like, he doesn't want to, like, make it this huge gross mess he just wants to slowly squeeze the life out of him Mm -hmm. because that's what's happening to himself his life is is slowly quickly being drained and then over the course of four years he
1: turns around and sebastian's like crying and roy's like come here sebastian (laughs) sebastian's like no no (laughs) um and there i think that's actually a cut because like i'm pretty sure uh there was a scene of him being brutally murdered and it's cut from the movie. I'm pretty sure that was one of the facts I read.
2: Of who being brutally murdered? Uh,
1: Sebastian, because he kills Sebastian. Sebastian. He it's like off screen, but he kills him.
2: Oh, mm-hmm. he's. Dead. I guess I didn't realize that.
1: Yes. Yeah. He dies. He's yeah yeah he's like come here because he's gonna kill him too. That's what he was implying. Oh. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I'm pretty sure. I mean, that. it. He kind of did the thing where he was gonna kill him. Like it looked like it.
2: Yeah. It says. Yeah. He's dead. I I did not realize that he died.
1: Yes. And I think there's like a cut there, right? I think they cut the scene because I think it was too graphic. Um, Like nowadays it wouldn't be too graphic, but for the 80s it probably was too graphic. Uh, Yeah, and he kills him. Which is sad. (laughs) The only character I was kind of sad about dying was him. Yeah. Because, I mean, he did help the evil people, but he was doing it to try and fix the disease he has. Because he had like degenerated cell disorder or whatever they called it.
2: Oh, yeah, J.F. Mm-hmm. Sebastian had mm-hmm. that.
1: Yeah, and he had, like, makeup on him that made him, like, wrinkly, which was I thought was cool. Yeah, that was a good... Because he's
2: he said he's only, like, 20-something. Mm-hmm. But he looked 40. <clears throat> yeah. It was um, very off-putting. But yes. it's, it's... I mean, it's fitting because it mirrors the the replicants. They, mm-hmm. they don't get to live as long as they would like to.
1: Yeah, and I think that's why he has so much empathy for them, too you know? Yeah. Uh, good character that died, but you know, I, I kind of figured that was going to happen. Because uh, I just couldn't see Roy just in letting him go. Uh, if he's mad at them mad at them for doing it to him, you know?
2: Uh, yeah, like, he, he is the reason why he's alive. Like, he created his code and everything. And he's the one that probably developed yeah. the thing that makes him die
1: fast. Right. Um, yeah, then we cut back to Deckard, and he's heading to JF's apartment finally. <laughs> and Pris is like uh, all painted up and he, she looks like a mannequin, which I thought was such a cool scene.
2: Yeah, she just pretends to be one of his, one of his like lifeless creations. Or I guess they're not lifeless, but he pretends mm-hmm. to be, she pretends to be this mannequin doll. Yeah. And Decker- it was so creepy. Dude, oh, that scene creeped out. That's like not- <laughs> I was watching this whole like, 10, 15 minute long scene of the chase scene and all that, and I was like, I, I was watching it, and I'm just thinking, I'm gonna have nightmares about this, legitimately. <laughs> good, a good, a good sci fi movie has scenes like that, in my opinion. Like the like, yeah, it was up, like it turned movie. into it turned into a horror movie. Yeah, it, like it's a thriller. I think minutes. it's
1: technically like a sci fi mystery thriller, so that makes sense that you felt that way because it was definitely creepy, but. Uh, I'm kind of numb to that shit because I've I see so much sci-fi and read so much sci-fi that it's kind of all in there. Um, but it is definitely was was spooky. It was supposed to be spooky, because oh absolutely she starts doing flips and shit and like screeching, and is kicking the shit out of him again. It's
2: like the, th- the fucking fourth time he's gotten the shit kicked out of him. Yeah, which which side note is why I don't think that Deckard is a replicant because. The replicants seem to know how to fight pretty well.
1: Well, they just like, they have such a brute strength. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it'd be like a brick wall punching you in the face. That's basically what's right. happening.
2: But um, then I guess begs the question like, how could he survive it? So, you know. I think a lot
1: of them, they weren't, they were trying to kill him slowly. Yeah. They were all kind of toying with him. Yeah. Uh, except Zora. Well, Zora was trying to kill him, <laughs> like straight up. Um, yeah. But the other ones were like trying to monologue first, <laughs> um, and uh, then he shoots Pris, and she fucking
2: like seizes on the floor. Dude, it's is that so that scary. Was that, yeah, that was so it was genuinely terrifying. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Like I was,
2: I I got goosebumps watching that. Uh-huh. I was just, I I can't even imagine how that actress did that. Mm-hmm. Like it looked horror. It looked horrible and
1: painful. Yeah, and Deckard is just in horror watching the whole thing. He's like, "Fuck!" Like,
2: did he shoot her again to make her stop? I think or so. Did she just, or is she just like, and then she just goes completely cold. Yeah, she just turns off or
1: whatever, yeah. right? Like, yeah, it was um, horrifying.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: which is, which was brilliant—a brilliant scene on Ridley's part. Like, absolutely, such an emotional scene from something that was like inherently kind of silly when she was screaming right um but then like
2: just like that that abrupt change right like yeah and then she was screaming in horror mm -hmm. because she was dying
1: yeah and uh like five minutes later roy fucking shows up and knows what happened (laughs) like he he senses it right he's like oh no Um, which I don't know why he just didn't bring Pris along, but maybe he did it to protect her. I don't know. Roy starts fucking doing his, like, quotes again. Like, his, like, frantic
2: anger quotes, you know what I mean? Yeah, and he's just, like, chasing Deckard around the house, and, like, Deckard's, like, climbing to the second floor, and he's like going outside climbing the sides of the building Mm. trying to escape him he uh yeah because he kisses priss before he starts all that he kisses the dead body
1: um yeah and he says like i'm sorry or he says something of that effect that he's like you know he feels bad that you know (laughs) uh and then he then he breaks deckard's fingers and gives him his gun back
2: (laughs) yes he breaks the fingers of his
1: dominant hand he's like this is for priss and this one's for zora or whatever (laughs) and then yeah, for each of the robots mm-hmm. that died, and Definitely. Deckard's like, "What the fuck?" Because like he had him, like there's no reason he he could have killed him right there.
2: Yeah, but uh, he doesn't. No,
1: and he chases him, and he's like climbing, and uh, Roy's like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> like,
2: you can't escape me. But before that, there was there was a scene where like Deckard was in the bathroom, and then like Roy just like smashes his head through the through mm-hmm. the tiles mm-hmm. by the bathtub. Yeah, it is
1: one of those things it's uh, it kind of it kind of gave me like a campy vibe you know what I mean like it was yeah. scary right it was like a campy horror kind of thing like silly but like in reality pretty scary if that happened like oh absolutely uh, which is my favorite kind of horror by the way I love like campy shit like cabin in the woods for example fucking love that campy shit so I good. haven't
2: seen anything like that
1: that'll probably be my Halloween choice so we'll get to watch it yeah and then we get a scene as Deckard's climbing uh, we, it, we see uh, Roy's hand is starting to shut down in the bathroom
2: his hand is starting to shut down
1: yeah remember he's like, he's like, he's like stop and his fingers are like clenching and he's like not now and it's like turning like pale white and, oh yeah
2: cause he's got those weird fingernails and everything yeah
1: and then he shoves a nail through it to stop it <laughs> And it's fucking gruesome, dude.
2: I was I was not understanding. I I guess I thought he was shoving a nail through his hand as like a weapon.
1: No, I think he was trying to like awaken the circuits or something.
2: Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm.
1: It Also, kind of was like a, a slight uh, Jesus metaphor too. Felt like.
2: Yeah, I re- I read about mm-hmm. that, and I was like, I I did not catch that when I was. Yeah, because watching if it, you but... look
1: at his left arm, um, it's like starting to like go like black um
2: i did not catch that
1: yes i didn't catch it the first time i watched it either and then the second time through i noticed it and i told christiana and she's like that is extra scary (laughs) like i pointed it out or whatever um but yeah he, he like shoves a nail through it and it like wakens his hand back up basically i don't know why but it did and he's like it hurts him when he does it too. Like they feel pain, which is also kind of yeah. fucked up that they like made them feel pain. <laughs> if
2: you think about it. <laughs> like, I, yeah, oh definitely, to make them more human. F- why though? <laughs> I I don't know. Um so and, no one else can tell the difference. Yeah.
1: And then Decker jumps and like starts to fall off a ledge. Um, yeah,
2: and then he's hanging there for dear life. And Deckard's like, got this look in his eyes, like, oh my God, this is the end, like he's freaking out. And then he slips, and then Roy Batty quick reaches down and grabs him by the wrist and saves, saves him, him and pulls him pulls him back up.
1: One of the line, I, 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 there's a line that Roy says that I fucking adore in this scene.
2: Yeah, you take it away.
1: Um, he says, "Quite an experience to live in fear, isn't it? That it's what it's like to be a slave." Yeah. God, fuck fuck dude such a that's so sad <laughs> first wait, time wait. i watched it i cried
2: <laughs> i did i can't say that i cried
1: i um i i just like let myself get sucked into the shit dude <laughs> like i'm a i'm oh, a total absolutely.
2: i was too i was too dude, i was uh, all in
1: uh android robot shit instantly i i'm gonna love it <laughs> like I, sim- I sympathize so much with the thing that's not a thing right now.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's uh, how I felt watching Westworld.
1: Yes, me too. Me too. That's actually why we I had to stop, because it was a little too much I, for me. I
2: can't believe you didn't finish the first season. Uh, we also, right. did, also didn't want to pay right.
1: anymore for HBO, so that kind of factored
2: in. Oh, into. sure. No, I got you.
1: Because uh, it was like at a mid-season, you. and it's like, in two months, and I'm like, fuck you. The whole time uh, <laughs> Roy Batty's chasing him, he's howling like a wolf. <laughs>
2: so, oh, yeah. I forgot about that. So, yeah. so creepy. <laughs> Yeah, is it's very strange. <laughs> very off putting. Yeah. But he's like um awakening his inner like animalistic instincts. Almost like caveman instincts. I don't know. Yeah. But it is weird. Well okay, okay. So he says I've seen things you people wouldn't believe. Attack ships on fire off the shoulder of Orion. I watched Sea Beams Glitter in the Dark near Tannhauser Gate, all those moments will be lost in time, like tears in rain. Time to die. And then he just shuts off. Now Dove flies away. <laughs> yeah, and I thought, when he said time to die, I was like, oh, he's gonna kill Deckard. Yeah. But he was talking about himself. Yeah.
1: I, I think that was the final lesson by Roy, by, when he didn't kill Deckard. Yeah. It was basically showing him that, no, we have humanity, too. I saved you. Uh, no reason for me to save you when I did it. Um, And Deckard, I think Deckard, that fully sets in right there. That solidified it for him. <laughs> like, I, if he wasn't already there, you know, before that part, he's never going back. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, especially with
1: um, Rachel still around. Yeah. Um, and he's just, there's this kind of a long scene where he's just kind of like, it's just kind of cutting back and forth to them. And like, you hear the rain and Deckard is just like shell shocked from that ordeal. Um, and then Gaff shows up, which is that the, the, I think he, that, uh, the cop with the cane, (laughs) the really sick outfit cop. Uh, Oh,
2: the, okay. I, we, we didn't talk about this at all, but he kept making those origami things. Yes,
1: he did. He kept making little origamis. I didn't get it. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense until the end. <laughs> but yeah, uh, he makes little origamis, and he's like, "So you done, Deckard?" And Deckard's like, "Finished." <laughs> That's all he says. Uh, and then Gaff says, "Sad she won't live." And then he turns around and walks away.
2: Well, and then he says, "But then again, who does?"
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And that kind of snaps Deckard out of it
2: you know like and i
1: have to go find her yeah and he finds her and there's like this 10 scene the 10 one of the last 10 scenes is like he's looking in the apartment to see if she's dead um cuz Gaff kind of just confirmed that he knew where she was yeah and she's but just sleeping he her. <laughs> yeah she's just sleeping and he's like do you love me she's like yeah do you trust me she's like yeah then <laughs> they kissed or play the sound effect <laughs> and they kissed yeah they're like leaving and they
2: find a little origami outside their door wait a minute hold on yeah i thought the movie ended with blade runners coming in and actually like it ended with a chase scene didn't it and then movie it movie be cut i thought it did i thought did it, I... it ended because i thought that the i thought it was gonna keep going that's why i was surprised that it's surprised that the movie ended that way because it just kind of stopped did we watch two different versions i don't think so you watched final cut
1: right i think so my the last thing uh... i saw was he goes to his apartment with his gun out finds rachel and then they're they're like leaving and he's like checking the hallway and uh, when he turns around, when he looks down at the floor, he sees a little origami. And then they get into the elevator, and then the credits start. That was what I saw. When they get in the elevator, are they being chased? I don't. Thi- I think I don't think so. I think they're like about to be chased, though. Like I think that was Gaff giving him a head start. Okay, that makes sense. I think. No, so. I was just
2: misremembering. You're exactly right.
1: Okay. I'm sorry, I My thought bad. I like. I mean there's so many there's so many movie different cuts of movies and shit. So but yeah, that was basically Gaff telling him that he needs to get the fuck out of town.
2: <laughs> yeah, and what's interesting is the um this kind of plays into the is he human or not mm-hmm. bit. The or it's an origami of a unicorn. Yep. Which is important because earlier in the film he dreams about a unicorn. Yeah. And so that kind of implies that maybe Somebody implanted a memory of, of him, or of like unicorns in his brain, and that this guy knows it, and so he's like showing him, hey, this isn't real. Or yeah, whatever. like
1: maybe maybe he is like a replicate of the real Deckard. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, like he like or Deckard. Like- Deckard was a real person, kind of like Rachel, but you know now he's a different now he's he has the same memories but he's not Deckard you know what I mean like he is his own person
2: yeah um, I could see that yeah I I don't know like do you buy into that whole thing of I, is I don't patient?
1: I don't think he is a replicant I don't think so either but again I mean I mean there's the new there's the sequel so have you seen the sequel I have not but he's he old it. he's old in it so
2: yeah it's like he ages yeah but but the weird thing is i watched a interview or no it's like a behind the scenes um like a documentary you know like the making of the movie and yeah. ridley scott says that deckard's a replicant yeah well then he is but he he's not i don't i don't believe him <laughs> I, I don't buy it he's blessed, he's full of shit Either way, I think it
1: uh, I think it doesn't change anything.
2: You know what I mean? No, exactly. That's the whole point. Is like if you mm-hmm. can't tell, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it's like the ending of Inception.
1: <laughs> Have you seen Inception? No.
2: It's nothing like the ending <laughs> of Inception. <the laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wait, yeah, it is.
2: <laughs> it's I'm a very kidding. Clear, I know, I'm very... fucking kidding.
1: I, people just say that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's kind of like... It, but, I mean, kind of like it's up to your interpretation, right? Like... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, like in the, it, it yeah, that's what I not. meant.
2: <laughs> I didn't it's mean like. No, Except Inception's not up to interpretation, but that's a whole different conversation. Oh my god! <laughs> what do you mean? There's a there's an ob there is an objective factual ending to that movie, but that's that's a different movie. It is not. There is not. Yes, there is. <laughs> there's not. It, it doesn't. He doesn't show it. The spinny, thing, the spinny thing doesn't even matter. That's the whole point, though. Oh, no, that's not his thing. <laughs>
1: Okay, I don't remember. You know, it's been a long time.
2: <laughs> no, it's not shown in the movie. It's something you figure out, like, on your own. But it, it doesn't... In, anyway. Like a quick geo-sesh later. Oh, that's yeah, fine. The exception is the ending is real. Okay. He's back in the real world. But anyway. Sure, if that's what you so, want to think. That, but with Deckard, like, um, I, I don't see any reason why he would be a replicant. Like, he, he comes across as very human. He's lost... <laughs> he's a human who's lost his humanity... Because, because he everything. gets the shit kicked
1: out of him like he's a human, so
2: yeah, absolutely, um, yeah, and like he has the shakes, his PTSD um, of killing these replicants, like yeah, I I don't see any reason why he's not human.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess we can go into final thoughts and ratings before we hit some some facts about the movie here. Um, uh, my final thoughts: we kind of already said it, but um, I think this movie still stands up. I, it holds up very well. Uh, the atmosphere and the the ambiance and the fucking set pieces, the special effects are so fucking good. Like this movie, it. If I would have seen this in theaters, I would have shit my pants. I guarantee it.
2: Yeah, I absolutely agree. Mm-hmm. It holds up.
1: Um, I'm I I'm convinced if it's if this is I don't know if this is objectively true because I haven't done them as research but I believe it defined the dystopian cyberpunk genre and its influences are still seen today like you know how many se- how many times I've seen that like the him eating the noodles in right. movies and shit like in video games
2: like yeah the, the, with all of the Asian background mm-hmm. and the cyberpunk stuff yeah. him eating ramen or whatever yeah and, um, and even in like Star Wars like the city planets with all that. Oh, like in yeah. the beginning of the, the beginning of episode two, it's got that cyberpunk feel, and like the Obi Wan Kenobi, yeah, the like Obi or... yeah. yeah, Wan Kenobi TV show has that um, cyberpunk kind of deal. Like in the second episode, that's cool.
1: Uh, yeah, I guess Boba Fett has some cyberpunk shit in it too, like the like the biker gang or whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that's my final thoughts. Do you have anything else to say before we give ratings?
2: I just really enjoyed the movie. Like I, it, it's like I said at the beginning. It's, it's like you're watching a work of art. It's it, it's less of like, it's less about the plot, the action, the the hunting, and more just about um taking in this world and like what it means about humanity. Like it's a work of art yeah. type of movie.
1: And I, I'm so happy you liked it. I'm glad. Yeah, I,
2: I, I appreciate those I, types of movies a lot. A lot of people don't, and they find them, like, like boring because they want, like... They want this movie to, to be, like, The Matrix, you know? Yeah. Where there's a very clear, like, um bad guy, good guy action. Mm-hmm. Really cool stuff happens. And cool stuff happens in this movie, but, oh, like, yeah. it's not what it's about. Like, it's just about... It just happens to important. have it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, that totally valid makes sense. Um, and I'm one of those movie watchers that, um, I just, I fucking, I love both types of things. <laughs> like I am a, I, absolutely do too. I, I know you are too. And that's kind of why I started this. Cause I knew we wouldn't, n- neither of us would be kind of like snobby about it. You know what I mean? Uh, like we can watch a shitty movie and still find the good in it. <laughs> so
2: yeah, I, I enjoy almost yeah. every movie I watch.
1: Yeah. There's only been one movie I didn't like.
2: Same.
1: it's called Chappie.
2: Oh yeah, you told me about it. Yeah, I,
1: I know. I'm I think mad. we talk about it. I I'm think I talked mad. about it in episode one. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Uh we'll probably have to watch that one, unfortunately.
2: <sighs> um but yeah,
1: so yeah my we could,
2: we could explore how Chappie what Chappie says about humanity. It tries. <laughs> it, it's just the people that they that
1: is with Chappie is mm-hmm. it kind of ruins it anyway sure um my my final rating how about, how about you give your final rating first I'm, I'm curious if if you're higher or lower than me
2: okay so this is just kind of like personally like how i enjoy it
3: mm-hmm.
2: out of 10 yes. um i would give it like i I'd give a solid like seven i give it a solid seven like i really enjoyed it but like I'm not gonna say it's like in my top ten or even like top twenty favorite movies, but I really enjoy what it is and what it does.
1: Yeah, Um, I I honestly, I I had seven out of ten written down too. Um, It is more than solid movie. It is a classic, um, worth all the praise it gets. Um, Everyone should watch this movie. I, you know, I think if you love sci-fi at all, you would like this movie. I mean, this this and, like, episode four of Star Wars define sci-fi for for the past 50 years. <laughs> like,
2: you know what I mean? Which, as much as you uh, maybe don't like Harrison Ford, he was a huge part
1: of both. Yeah, and, again, I do like Harrison I do like Harrison Ford. I just don't Those, love Harrison Ford. Fun. I don't love Harrison Ford. I like Harrison Ford. Sure, I got it. Yeah. Like, I love Keanu Reeves. I got it. You. you know what I mean? Um, but I that just like sense. Harrison Ford. He's like a 6 out of 10, 7 out of 10. It's a great- You know what I mean? Comparison. Yeah. Yes. Keanu's like a nine or ten out of ten (laughs) for me. Absolutely. Um. uh, Ryan Gosling, another like eight or nine out of ten for me. I fucking love him. Um. And of course Ryan Reynolds because I don't know. He's not only is he gorgeous, as he's funny. So.
2: (laughs) Sure. Um, Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Okay. Seven out of ten. Wow. And that's what Christiana gave it to. So. Solid movie. Uh, solid fucking movie. Seven out of ten.
2: I would watch. I would watch it again. Maybe not right now. I wanted, but, dude, <laughs> when the movie ended, I wanted to just immediately restart it from the beginning. And watching it the second time, I definitely saw some more stuff that I didn't see before. Yeah, there's a lot. Sure. There's a
1: lot to take in. Oh. Yeah,
2: the, these types of, um, like I say, like artsy kind of movies. It's like i don't want to call it an artsy movie but like it's it's got a lot of artistry to like the movie is a work of art yeah and movies are an art form in general film is an uh, art form but this movie particularly really hones into that yeah it's not like it's not it doesn't feel like that's what
1: like for example like la la land is going for that you know what i mean yeah um I'm trying to think of another movie that's going for kind of that kind of thing Free but, of life. I don't know if you've ever go. heard of that movie. But. I've never seen it, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, that, that movie's meant to be. a lot of like movies that win. Like, uh, what is, what's that big? award? Oh, okay. What's it fucking called? Oscar. Yeah, like Oscar movies are a good example. <laughs> what is that? award? <laughs> uh, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't respect the elite. I don't achieve. I don't respect the elite, Matthew. I'm sorry. <laughs> I Have a hard time remembering shit about
2: Did this it. movie. Win any Oscars?
1: I ha- I actually have that written down if you want to talk about it.
2: Yeah, go for it.
1: Um, I kind of just go through my facts here. Uh, it was rated R, of course. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, it made it, the budget was thirty million, and it made forty one point six million. Uh, and that's because it came out at the same time as like. I think a Star Wars movie and ET. <laughs> like,
2: yeah, I think episode six came out in eighty two as well.
1: I think so. I think it was, it, was it Empire? I don't know. It was one of them. Because um, this was yeah, this came out on June 25th in June twenty fifth in 1982. and it was released in the U S. and Hong Kong first. Okay. So I, I don't know. I don't know if it had an, a worldwide release. I couldn't find anything to confirm that, but. Um. A fun fact, uh, Harrison Ford fucking hated doing this movie. Really? Yes. He said he he, That's got,
2: surprising.
1: he got in so many fights with the director. Const- he was constantly fighting with him.
2: Interesting.
1: Uh, it says, he, he, I have a couple quotes for him. He says, in 1992, Ford revealed Blade Runner is not one of my favorite films. I tangled with Ridley. Um, and there's like tons of other things of him just like, and like firsthand witnesses <laughs> being like, oh, we, I had to
2: stop him for beating the shit out of him. <laughs> like, like, do uh, you know if it was uh, because they had different takes on his own character or anything I, I like that? I didn't get too or?
1: much into it. I didn't have enough time okay. to really dig deep as I wanted to. Um, That's interesting. I, I don't know if it was like Harrison was diff- being difficult or Ridley was being difficult or if they were both just being jackasses. You know what I mean? Uh, which in reality, it was probably that. <laughs> they were probably both just being, you know, they were probably just butting heads over visions. Uh, probably here's another quote uh, it says uh, apart from friction with the director Ford also disliked the voiceovers when we started shooting it it had been tactically agreed that the version of the film we had agreed upon was the version without voiceover narration it was a fucking sick nightmare I thought that film had worked without the narration but now I was stuck recreating that narration and I was obliged to do the the voiceovers for people that did not represent the director's interests
2: but then they took it out for the final cut
1: (laughs) yeah there was no narration. I went kicking and screaming to the studio to record it, <laughs> and Christiana's like, well, "Why yeah, did he I, ju- I remember?" He's like, "Why didn't he just quit?" And I'm like, "I'm assuming he was under contract that he couldn't just fucking quit." <laughs>
2: like, probably. Well, I, I remember reading that the original had a cutscene or it had narration. I'm assuming narration of the opening crawl or something. Probably, and maybe like um, a, maybe like a mid one. I don't know. Yeah, um, like the audience. Yeah. The audience is too stupid to understand what's going on, so we have to explain it for them. (laughs) Uh, The film has six documentaries about it from
1: 1982 to 2021. Uh, Here we go. We get into some awards here if we want to talk about those. Um, Mm. The LA Film Critics Association. uh, The uh, Best Cinematography. It won Best Cinematography there. Uh, It won a Hugo Award for Best Dramatic Presentation. Um, London Film Critics Circle gave it a special achievement award and these were all in the 80s I'm pretty sure so um, it it was nominated for two golden globes for best original score and best art direction uh, no no it was just Be- best original score excuse me the golden globe was best original score uh, and it lost to Yen- Yentl which was a musical. I've never seen it. I don't know. Uh, And then at the Academy Awards, it was nominated for two things. Uh, Best Art Direction slash Production Design and Best Visual Effects. And it lost both of those. Um, It lost Art Direction to the 1982 movie Gandhi, which I've never seen. Nope. And it lost Visual Effects to E.T. E.T.?
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Blade Runner lost the E.T. Blade Runner lost E.T. <laughs> Dude, E.T. has not aged well at all. No. The, effects, <laughs> the effects of that movie are so clunky. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I think it's a worse movie, too. <laughs> yeah, that movie just, like, doesn't hold up. Uh, it's not a great
1: movie. E.T. was one of the first movies with product placement, though, so that's cool. Yeah. Like, an official, product, like, a paid product placement. Yeah, Reese's Pieces. <laughs> Reese's Pieces um what else uh did we talk about how the snake that zora had was the actress's pet snake
2: no it was a sick.
1: python named darling <laughs> It was real it was her snake that's why she was so chill with it awesome um in the book they don't call them replicants
2: no they uh i did read that too mm-hmm. i don't remember what they called them
1: androids or andes andes yeah nice uh, the screenwriter's daughter was like, "Use replicants. It's better." That's basically the story behind that. Um, I agree. That. I, I, I I I like I like all three terms, so I'm cool with whatever. I think replicants sounds dope. So, um, yeah, and like I said earlier, the movie suffered at the box office because of E. T. and The Thing. Both were in the box office at the
2: same time. The Thing is good. I'm surprised that that didn't win anything that year. <laughs> Yeah, because the, the visual effects in that one is pretty good, too. Yeah, I, I mean,
1: I didn't look up with the thing or anything, but it, I didn't see it in any of the nominations, so...
2: Yeah, because that's more of like... And not necessarily campy, but it's those type of horror movies, you don't mm-hmm. usually get nominated for Oscars.
1: Yeah. Uh, oh, here, I have another thing with Harrison Ford, why he didn't like it. Let's see. Uh, partly because the shoot was so grueling and the changes in post-production that were meant to help the movie's chances at the box office... Um he also famously didn't get along with the director. According to producer Alan Ladd Jr. in the making of Blade Runner, at one point Ford and Scott wouldn't even speak to each other, and by the end of the shoot Ford was ready to kill him.
2: That makes sense. And he And, and I, I think that um, from what I'm reading here on this Forbes website mm-hmm. is that Ridley Scott and Harrison Ford have, like, vastly different takes on Deckard's character yes and, and Harrison Ford is the one playing the character so he like feels like he should have the say on his own character Yeah. but then Ridley Scott is like I'm the director I know what you are you yeah, know Ridley is like that <laughs> yeah and he's Ridley says that Deckard is a replicant Harrison Ford doesn't think he should be and so the, they were really bad, bad heads <laughs> on that
1: butting heads on that yeah and they apparently they didn't they didn't talk until like 2008 <laughs> jesus that's a long time isn't it
2: yeah i mean it's not like you're hitting up every director you work with constantly like you're not making friends on it's but just a business pur- but still.
1: purposely made a decision not to talk to him yeah <laughs> shit <laughs> that's some that's some hate <laughs> um awesome well i get do you want to i can get into i don't know if you looked up any of the uh uh, ratings on IMDb or anything, but well, we can get into that too if you want.
2: Um, I saw that um on Rotten Tomatoes, it was like ninety. Or no, it's eighty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes.
1: Yeah, on the tomato meter. Yes, uh, and then it was ninety one percent audience score, so pretty close.
2: And then IMDb is eight
1: point one. Mm hmm. From seven thousand
2: seven hundred thousand reviews. <laughs> 700. Dude, I did not realize how popular this movie was.
1: Yeah. Dude,
2: this I didn't loved. like I thought it was like a I thought it was like a Fight Club style cult classic.
1: No. No, no. I like, yeah, no, it I mean it 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 made money in the box office, but and I think it's is considered a cult classic. Like, I I think it is still, but
2: Yeah, but it's not like it bombed and then got no, popular. No. Later. Like it was popular when it came out, but mm-hmm. it wasn't like It wasn't, like, Star Wars popular, obviously. Yeah.
1: Um, uh, Metacritic, uh, based on 15 critic reviews, it has an 84 out of 100, and it it had, like, a must-see movie award. So that's what Metacritic said. Um, Out of the critic reviews, 13 were positive, one was mixed, and one was negative. Uh, The user score, based on 1,300 reviews, was an 8.7 out of 10.
2: Uh, almost everybody who watched this movie loves this movie. Yes. Uh, did you look up Ebert's thing on this movie? I did. He really liked it. Okay. He, His original 1980s review was a three star and he criticized the narration. Yes. Um, And then later on, he revisited the movie when they did the Final Cut version. And then he changed his rating to four stars. Okay. so He's so an out of five. Okay. So like, he really liked the movie. Good. Um, um, which is good.
1: Um, on Metacritic, a couple of the uh, uh, the uh, reviews uh, from critics was uh, Washington Post's Rita Kempley uh, in 1992 gave it a hundred out of a hundred. Uh, Chicago Tribune's jo- Johanna Steinmetz in the same the same year, gave it a hundred out of a hundred. Uh, same with the L.A. Times, Michael Wilmington's. Um, again, that same year, USA Today, Souza Uh gave it eighty-eight out of a hundred. Um, interesting enough, in nineteen eighty-two, uh, the New York Times, is Janet Maslin, gave it sixty out of a hundred. <laughs> uh, she did not like it. Um, and then the only negative critic review on Metacritic was uh the christian science monitors david sterrett um in 92 gave it a 38 out of 100 jesus (laughs) yeah so uh
2: 60 out of 100 is not terrible i mean that's 6 out of 10
1: yeah uh and his reason for 38 he like he reviewed like three movies in the article um and he, he basically just called the plot messy i think like um I just don't I don't think he understood the movie. You know what I mean?
2: No, I absolutely mm-hmm. agree.
1: Cuz that that website isn't like inherently Christian by the name. Like I looked it up. Um it was just founded by someone <laughs> that liked Christianity, but uh yeah. it doesn't they don't really post they don't po- they do post about religious stuff, but it's not like religious based, you know what I mean? So I don't think it, I don't think it was because it wasn't religious, you know. So Yeah, I feel you. Like. Um but yeah. And again, all of those articles that I could find, because some of them aren't listed anywhere because they're old. You know what I mean? Um, they're in. They're going to be in the description. So if you guys wanted to read them,
2: what did you say? One hundred out of a hundred. Uh,
1: Washington Post, tr- Chicago Tribunes, and L.A. Times.
2: That is wild. Yeah. One hundred out of one hundred. A perfect movie. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm assuming ninety two was the final cut.
2: Nineteen ninety
1: two. I think because that that's when they oh, all reviewed was- it.
2: That was the director's cut. I think the final cut came out in, like...
1: 2007? yeah. Okay. So maybe they, like, updated it from the... Narr- I don't know if the director's cut had the narration in it. I don't, don't know.
2: I don't know for sure. I don't, um, think we,
1: I don't think you can watch that movie online. I think you'd have to find a physical copy of it.
2: Of the original.
1: I don't... Because, like, the only, the only one available on most rental places was the final cut, so...
2: Yeah, it's like um, when they did the special editions for Star Wars. Like, that's just how it is now. Yeah, they did. Like, they they went back and took away some stuff. But, like, the new version is the definitive version. Yeah. But Blade Runner didn't go back and add a bunch of CGI stuff. Like, they kept it how it was mostly. They just made more artistic changes for the better. Yep.
1: And then took the narration out. (laughs) Well, Made fucking the, like audio and all that. Well, shit, Matthew, that's a goddamn movie review we just did. Hell yeah, hell yeah, brother! Fucking good ass movies. Honestly, three for three. Um, I feel like we're due for a for a, for a turd. I feel like it's coming. <laughs> glad we wa. I'm glad you liked it. I was a little worried that um maybe you wouldn't like it, and I'd be sad. But you liked it. So,
2: oh yeah, I like these types of movies.
1: It's just weird. It's a little weird. <laughs> It is weird. I like weird movies. Well, I know. I didn't, not that you didn't. I just meant like... I, I just wasn't sure if you... Because you don't really talk about sci-fi stuff besides Star Wars. So I was a little interested to see what you thought. So that's why I picked it. Um, yeah, for sure. Because I'm a big sci-fi boy. <laughs> I love... I mean, I've, I, I've read so much sci-fi books and comics. and uh, There's not enough so sci-fi assuming,
2: games. <laughs> I'm assuming you've seen like Gattaca... Movies like that, dude. I haven't. There's so many I haven't seen. Okay.
1: I me and movies have a weird relationship. I every time I go to watch a movie, someone interrupts. I could watch a two-hour-long YouTube video, no one interrupts, but the moment it's a movie, like, absolutely. Yep, and it's not, and it was before I had kids too. It happened, so and now it's just it's just frequent with children. So,
3: absolutely,
1: I feel you. Um,
2: well, I mean, I don't because I don't have kids, but. Yeah. I mean, but you work with kids,
1: so you know what it's yeah, like. Yeah, I
2: get it. I get it. My, and my kids aren't bad by any means.
1: I love my kids, so I don't want anyone to think that I'm like, fucking kids are shit.
2: <laughs> yeah, getting in the way of my movies.
1: Like, because Ro- Rowan would come in, and we'd be like, don't fucking come in. It's a a uh, adult movie. <laughs> Go to your room. Who's like, I want to oh, come I'm in here. It. And I'm like, uh, no, <laughs> There was a tit. You do not need to be in here. Go, go to your room. <laughs> People are
2: getting brutally murdered. Yes. Go play with your They're Lego. saying curses.
1: <laughs> go play Legos. <laughs> like, he just wanted in there because he couldn't be in there. Like, he probably didn't. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. It's just how five-year-olds are. I don't know. And, like, our one-year-old doesn't know, so she doesn't fucking watch.
2: Right, <laughs> so, Yeah. Um, well, like, I was only, like, six or seven years old when I watched The Matrix for the first time, so I didn't know what was going on. It was just fun. Yeah, but, yeah. Movie is like the scenes are pretty more graphic, ahead. so yeah, yeah it's pretty, a lot more graphic. I mean, there's graphic,
1: the there's graphic stuff in the Matrix, but it's kind of so flashy that you, you, it can be missed.
2: Um, this if I feel like if a five year old watches Blade Runner, they're gonna have nightmares. Yeah, absolutely yeah. would have nightmares.
1: Um, but yeah, okay. Did you pick a n- another movie? Did you? Because you're it's your choice um, next. So
2: I was going back and forth. So I like we said we kind of wanted to do like kind of a silly. Like, movie versus um, because the ones we've watched have been like really good, and I, I don't know if it's a bad movie. So, there's we it have, a, have Rachel, bad, showed just... me this, Rachel showed me this movie called Rat Race, yes, which I have on DVD, okay, so I can I can drive it over to you or something and drop it off so that you don't have to pay for it. Um, but it but okay, so okay. Rat Race, I just want to tell you the cast, so okay. it's got. Rowan Atkinson. Okay. Um, Brecklin Meyer, you probably don't know, but he's the guy who, have you seen the live action Garfield? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he plays John. Whoopi Goldberg's in it. Seth Green's in it. Dean Cain is in it. Wayne Knight is in it. So it's got this like, big, like comedy cast. But the movie is so, like, dumb. Like, it's like a dumb comedy movie. So, it really so it's like,
1: like, a, like a dark, dark comedy. Like it's like a total
2: dumb comedy.
1: Oh, okay. Like it's
2: a rat race. Like it's, it's like a, like a campy comedy.
1: The, the, is it the 2001 one?
2: Yeah. Have you seen it?
1: The film centers on 16s of people who are given the task of racing 563 miles from LA, from Las Vegas yes. to a silver city. Yes. No, I know,
2: I know what this movie is. I've never watched it though. Have you watched it? Yeah, Rachel showed it to me like five years ago when we first got together. It's one of her favorite movies. Hell yeah! It has bad rating, so let's fucking go. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I really want to watch that one. And oh, the, I can actually. The poster's awful. That's
1: an awful looking poster. I'm I'm in. Yes. yes, it is. I'm in. All right, next movie's Rat Race. Fucking watch it, you little movie people. <laughs> we don't have a name for you guys yet. We'll find it. We'll find it, I promise. Okay, well, if you, uh, you know, want to follow the show, we're on Twitter at s s y f w pod. Uh, we have an Instagram and TikTok. Don't know if we're posting there yet, but we have those. They're in the description. Um, we have a disc. We have a joint Discord with the flagship show Grim Encounters. Um, the Discord's called Grim Encounters. The links in the description. I hop in there. We got a couple movie-related channels. Um uh, Matthew and I are both in there. So if you have any questions or you want to talk about movies, hop in there. If there's a movie you want us to watch, um, there's a whole like channel for you to say that. <laughs> uh you know, and if one of us hasn't seen it, we'll watch it.
2: Um, we'll add it to our list of yeah,
1: ever growing movies. Of the thousand size movies. It's like fucking I think it's like thirteen hundred movies or something. It's ridiculous.
3: Did you add more
1: <laughs> I haven't added more, but there's a lot. <laughs> I
2: think, I think it's like there, yeah. I think it's We're it, probably in the. It's got to be a thousand by
1: now. I bet, <laughs> especially because some of those like there's like ten Fast and the Furious movies. So like, right. um, hop in there. Um, if you want more content for me for some reason, um, I have a actual play podcast called Grim Encounters. Um, it's a campy horror, uh, podcast where a bunch of people that live in modern day Chicago fight evil monsters. Um, so it's kind of like supernatural kind of thing. Um, come in there. I do funny voices, and it's kind of unhinged sometimes. But uh, they like to save people and play characters. Yada yada. Um, if you uh, want another thing, another thing for me to watch, uh, I mean, listen to. We, uh, me and my partner, we do a book podcast called Reading Is it for Kids, where we, we read children's books and review them like they're like f- the frankenstein but like they're fucking modern classics <laughs> um we also do comics on there sometimes too uh hop in there listen to it uh, some of those episodes are pretty short so you can listen to them pretty quickly um that's it for us i think matthew do you got anything else
2: <laughs> no, <laughs> he no doesn't... i don't have a, i don't really have socials to plug for myself personally No, i mean you're but... in discord so if they
1: want to ask you questions you're there
2: yeah absolutely
1: um yeah. Oh, leave us a review on on fucking Apple Podcast and Spotify, baby. If you leave us five star yeah, yeah. reviews, um, I'll one of us will read them. We'll read them, and we'll tell you you're a cool person. In two weeks, we're watching Rat Race, two thousand one movie, Rat Race. Do you got anything else to say, Matthew?
2: Um, I don't think so. I think that about wraps it up.
1: That wraps it up. Okay. All right, everybody. Um, make sure butter your popcorn. I think that was a good ending right there. That was good. (laughs) We'll we'll go (laughs) with that one unless I hear a better one. (laughs) In episode one. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Do you remember how we started? (laughs)
2: Yeah, you said your name and then I say mine. <laughs> no. I know, but like... Oh. What the fuck are you talking about?
1: I think that might be it. So you say your name and I say mine. What the fuck are you talking about? Hello. <laughs>